RadioInfluence.com. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up with your girls, Steph and Ash. Really quick intro before we get into this episode. We were recording live in front of a live audience at the Synapse Summit for this episode. Really, really honored to be asked to do this, to be there, um, to, to talk about the growth and partnerships in the Florida's innovative ecosystem, which is, I think, really important as we grow, right, as an innovative state as a whole. And we ha- had on our panels three amazing individuals in the tech space, Lakshmi Shinoy at Embark Collective, Lauren Prager from Synapse, and Megan O'Keefe from Tampa Bay Tech. Yeah, I know it was such an an energizing and insightful conversation. And they answer questions around the hottest tech in uh, the area right now, or just in general, just hottest technologies, and where we see the ecosystem in the next one to five years. And then also why it's important to have good partnerships. Yeah, it's, it's a great conversation. And we have some live questions at the end from the audience. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, Yeah. it was great having live questions like in the moment, right after the conversation. And um, I really feel like if you're trying to improve yourself tech, tech wise, innovative wise, this is a great episode to listen to. And by the way, we appreciate any and all subscribes and likes and just downloads, right, of the episodes that shows us, that shows the team here that you're listening, that you're engaged. So please do that. We really appreciate it. That'll help us continue to grow and get you guys some great value. We're recording live on Live Bold and Boss Up podcast at Synapse, which is a innovative tech summit, right? And we've got Lakshmi Shinoy from Embark Collective. We've got Lauren Prager from Synapse, Florida. And we've got Megan O'Keefe from Tampa Bay Tech. Thank you, ladies, for joining us on this live podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm Thank so you. excited. We're so excited for, to have you here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump right into it. We have some great questions here uh, for our audience and for you all. Um, The first question is going to go to Lakshmi. Uh, Building Florida innovation future from the startup perspective, where do you see Tampa Tech or Florida Tech in the future, like one year or five years down the road? So so I'm going to back up and I'm going to just talk a little bit about building startup environments generally and then we can zero in on Tampa. So as you are, there, there's a lot of studies out there that are looking at what helps startup communities grow. And what's really interesting is that in all of these studies, the key thing that is the, the accelerator for startup communities to grow is to have a high volume of startups. So the more people that are trying to build a company, the better the chances are that you're going to have a breakout success. And it makes sense. There is a 90% failure rate in the startup world. So in order to have success, you need to have a 
lot of people trying this out. Um, and so in terms of bringing it back to Tampa, from my perspective, if we're thinking about a year from now, what we need to have is more people that are joining the ranks of startup building and trying to per- turn their their vision into reality by building a company. And so uh, as I think about what am I looking for, I'm looking for more companies, more startups in this area. And then as those companies have a chance to grow, and that's not a one-year or honestly even a five-year endeavor that takes a long time for a, a company to, to really come to fruition and achieve its potential. Um, I know Steve Case is talking later today. He spent 10 years in the early days of AOL just to get it off the ground before, you know, it became, we think of it as an overnight success. He talks about the fact that, you know, starting in 1985, he started the grind and that took a very long time. We need to be really patient with startup building and make sure that we understand that um, our our desire for instant gratification just doesn't happen in the startup world. And um, so as we're thinking about five years from now in Tampa, I hope that some of the companies that are starting uh, now or five years ago are starting to really achieve the success that starts to put this community on the map. That's great. Any other ladies would like to add to that? <laughs> I love it. So the yes and to everything that Lakshmi just shared is that our community is Tampa Bay, but we live in a hyper-connected world. That's why we're doing this podcast so that we can share these perspectives and experiences with listeners from not just those of you here in our live in Synapse Summit audience. Woo-hoo! All right. Hi, guys. Um, but so that people, no matter where they are, can listen and connect. So we have a beautifully vibrant startup community here in Tampa Bay and that's thanks to the incredible community of entrepreneur resource organizations um, co-working spaces incubators accelerators that exist um, on both sides of Tampa Bay but we are a statewide organization here at Synapse Florida and so right here in this building today is proof of density proof of life all over the state so yes we definitely need placemaking and presence in our community. And that's whether you are working at a local company or maybe you're working remotely for a company and you just need to find your people and you need to put on some pants and put on some shoes and brush your hair and get out of the house for a change. Um, But it's not just the Tampa Bay market. There is a lot happening in every corner of our state. And when we take a moment to just breathe and pick our heads up, which I know is hard, and look around, especially in a day like today at Synapse Summit with 6,000 people coming in and out of this arena from all over the state all day, we realize that those resources that serve us are really all around, all across Florida, and that density and opportunity is here for us if we are willing to take advantage of it. I love that, thank you. Okay, Megan, I have a question for you. What do you think is the hottest tech in Florida right now? Or it doesn't have to be in Florida, right? Just nationally. I know. Right off the bat. Get into it. I don't know what's going on with this. Um, Obviously, I think AI, everybody's talking about that right now with OpenAI, their chat GPT, what they have with Dolly going on um, is pretty cool. Um, I think 
you know, within Tampa Bay is where I really know what's going on. There's, you know, we're a hotbed for financial services. We have Raymond James, Dynasty Financial, ARK Invest that's here now. Um, but a lot of people don't understand or realize that a lot of the um, bigger banks like Regions and Citibank have their tech hubs here too. And so it's really helping create a really great tech infrastructure within financial services. So um, we actually have a lot of fintech companies that are up and coming too. We have Intrinio um, and some others, but you know, something that I think is pretty awesome that, um, you know, Tampa Bay has a lot of that might not be as, you know, the sexy thing that people talk about, but is really needed and is always changing um, is cybersecurity. Uh, we have a lot of, you know, cybersecurity companies and all different aspects of it. And with the technologies that are changing within financial services or, you know, whatever that looks like, um, cybersecurity is always changing. And so it's a really important technology to have. And it's really awesome to see that there's a lot of that in Tampa Bay. Anybody else want to chime in on that? I mean, we get to I get to work with 125 companies that are building new technologies. So I would I, I, I could tell you 125 <laughs> different answers. Um, but Megan touched on AI. I think that local companies, local startups like Maya AI, they are really looking at the application of um, regenerative AI from uh, an enterprise standpoint of how do you use it inside of corporation, which I think was really interesting. And they were doing it before ChatGPT really blew up. So um, kudos to them. And then on the fintech side, um, there's amazing companies. Uh, I really love a company called Tagnify, um, which is uh, an amazing way for, uh, they're, they're essentially disrupting the Bloomberg terminal, the big Bloomberg terminal. Um, and then there's, of course, the, the B2C company, Griffin, which allows the regular consumer to buy stock where you shop. So if nice. you're at Starbucks and you're already going to spend $7 on a latte, you <laughs> might as well invest in the company right. at that point. Um, and it allows you to become an owner of stock in Starbucks or whatever the publicly traded company is. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think um, the other interesting perspective of what we see in Florida is how technology is intersects. And that is really important because nothing exists in a vacuum. And so when you've all of a sudden got, you know, we've talked a little bit about um, AI and fintech, but think about climate tech, which is necessary and essential for our safety and health of us and our planet and how that's growing in pockets and how that touches so many different things. Think about health tech. Think about the evolution of the of metaverse technology and Web3. And while that's really in its infancy, it's an interesting interesting look down the road into how we can evolve and change with um, technology as we learn its limitations and we learn our human limitations and then we learn how to improve. So there's a lot of overlap and I think, you know, it's it's the value of creative spaces and places like Embark Collective, like other resources that we have, like events like this is that you get inspiration that you can take and help 
to drive that vision. And the, the other component of this, I think that's really important are enterprise companies that are embracing innovation and they're not just relegating it to like a person or a department. I think when you all of a sudden give somebody that hat, all, you're, you're, everybody else is like, okay, cool. That guy's got it. That woman's got it. I don't have to worry about being innovative. I just go about my day. And the companies that succeed are the ones that really are here. They're engaged in the community. They're supporting the startups. They're talking to people. They're out at the networking events. They're listening with really open minds and open hearts to try to understand what is in the community that can help them stay on the cutting edge and really embracing that really company-wide. It doesn't happen often enough, but it does happen and it's truly transformative. Agreed. All right, Lauren. How can we partner with other communities around Florida to join forces? Is or why are partnerships so important and what is the value of partnerships? Like you would build any other partnership, you just give selflessly. You know, we're Synapse Florida is a nonprofit and our values list, number one is community first. And this entire event is for the community, passing the microphone to people who oftentimes are just never really given an opportunity to have it and to share their passions and their visions. And when I think you approach others with really an open heart, a shared goal, and Dan and I were talking about this just a few minutes ago, you can find commonality and you all really do work better you really as they say at Peloton together we go far so <laughs> throw back to our morning keynote Ali Love you do you go further when you give selflessly and that's a really hard thing to do in business when you're right about your bottom line and you've got to make sure that you can pay the bills and I get that but when you approach your work and your life in that way, I really do believe that um, you get way more than you give in ways that you could never anticipate. And that is the meaning of a day like today, and that's the meaning of the work that we do, and that's why we've been able to build statewide partnerships in just a few years and bring everybody together for a fun celebration. I love that. Can I add to that? Absolutely, please. So I, I have a I have a perspective that's maybe a little bit more capitalistic, but gets you to the same point. Um, and you know, I think about it from the point of view of a startup. So you're a bootstrapped company, uh, and resources are constrained. That's probably not just applicable to a startup. That's applicable to most companies. Thinking about partnerships are a way to extend the resources or the access to resources that you may have. So if you can use the the mouthpiece of another organization to talk about you or leverage the each other's clients and be able to upsell together, all of a sudden you're benefiting from that partnership. And hopefully that partnership is, uh, that partner in the partnership is benefiting just as much as well. So really thinking about how do you, um, how do you just grow the amount of resources that you might have through that level of collaboration? Um, it's, it, you could talk about it in an altruistic way, but honestly, it's really about how do we grow each other's businesses in a way that that's going to benefit both of us um, is is something that I really think about in in the early stage startup world. Megan, Megan. <laughs> um, for us at Tampa Bay Tech, we're a membership based organization that um, has. Our members are usually more established companies, been around for a few more years, have a bigger employee base. Um, but for us, our whole tagline is, you know, radically 
connecting our members to the community. And um, that's through these partnerships. And I think that's something that we're trying to really define now, too. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, with some of our CEOs or CTOs that have been there for 20 years or more, they maybe can be mentors for some of these other programs like Embark um, to help with their startups that are, you know, wondering about which direction to go with their product or, you know, how to hire when they haven't had to do that before and what that might like, look like. Um, and you kind of need all those players in the ecosystem. And, you know, whether that's private partners, pri private public partnerships, um, they all play a huge role, um, you know, like working with your local EDCs. I'm a big advocate, obviously, but um, it's a free resource that people don't understand is available to them. And it's really just connecting them in a way that um, they didn't know they could get connected and get those resources and partnerships. And so um, instead of trying to figure it out all by yourself, you have these resources. And so I think it's, you know, really meaningful and in a way you know, for Tampa Bay, we're so collaborative. I think we're pretty lucky that we have a lot of these opportunities for these partnerships. Okay, Lakshmi, this question goes first to you. So we're talking a lot about, you know, connectivity and communi community in the Florida region, in the Tampa Bay region, but what about nationally? Do you think we can spread this nationally or maybe just to a certain amount of states that we're like, okay, I think we could really be collaborative with these states or these areas do you think that's why not possible? internationally right and so i i mean that that was something that when i when i came, moved down to tampa five years ago um that was something that was really uh, an opportunity that that i saw that we could we could do more of is create more uh more connectivity to not only other parts of the state but other parts of the country and we're even starting to see other parts of the world and uh we don't want to limit ourselves to what is here and who is here I mean, if we do that then we can only we we are capping the ability to grow to a certain extent and so one thing that that we do if you think about it just from a venture capital standpoint um my perspective is capital can be transferred anywhere it's not doesn't have to be location-based so uh, we really make it a point over at embark collective to make sure that we're connecting startups with investors from across the country and tomorrow in conjunction with tampa bay innovation week we are bringing in about a dozen investors from around the country to do 100 meetings with members of embark collective and they're excited to fly in they've heard about what's happening in Tampa Bay. They know that this is Tampa Bay Innovation Week, so there's lots of events for them to go and meet the community. They're here at the Synapse Summit, um, and then they're able to, to connect with companies and hopefully start a relationship that turns into an investment relationship. But that wouldn't happen in and the the being able to do a hundred meetings between investors and startups would not happen if we are capping ourselves to what is available in Tampa or what is available in St. Pete or even the broader region. We have to be thinking bigger to uh, to keep up with our aspirations in terms of what we as a community can build um, both for the community but in our respective companies as well. 
Yeah, I, I think the, the point to add is it's also already happening. And just a few moments ago on center stage, we had a moment to meet the Florida Israel Business Accelerator, which is a phenomenal program. Also the same age, ironically, as Embark Collective and Synapse. So I'm not saying that like we all, I, I don't know if it's causal or what, but you know, all of a sudden all of this is growing, but their job is to identify Israeli companies that could make Florida their entry point into the U.S. market. And with that comes jobs and tech and investment. You look at companies like Zendu, which is based in Fort Lauderdale, and they've gotten investment from California-based investors. They got investment from Steve Case's Revolution Fund when they brought the Rise of the Rest tour through in 2019. And they're based in Fort Lauderdale. And it used to be that if you wanted that money, you had to go to Silicon Valley. And she stayed. She got the money. But she was able to stay and build her company here in Florida. So to Lakshmi's point, it's not aspirational. This is happening. We just need to know. And I think that success begets success. You know, birds of a feather flock together, whatever cliche you want to use. But when we see these things happening and we celebrate those wins, that that creates momentum that we build on. And that's where we start to grow exponentially. All right. Megan, how can we make these connections and grow together? Um, I think it's, you know, just making sure that you are looking within your community and seeing what organizations there might be to get involved with um, and seeing where you can make a difference and giving back. And then hopefully that gives back to you in some way. Um, you know, I think we kind of already touched a lot about this, but um, a lot of the organizations that are already here where um, everybody is very collaborative, and I think that's really what sets the Tampa Bay community um, apart from a lot of others. And so, you know, when, you know, Tampa Bay Tech's been around for 23 years, but, you know, even though some of these other you know, organizations and companies are popping up now, we all have our distinct missions. And even if we're all got kind of going towards the same, um, same goal, um, we all know kind of what each other is there to do. And so hopefully we can work together to, you know, make sure that we're partnering in those, in those ways and making sure that, you know, we're really contributing to each other's um, success and mission um, in the right ways. I'd also say, you know, put in the work to figure out who you want to meet to be able to help you in the pursuit of your 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 goals and do the outreach. I mean, I think there's amazing things that have happened for me when I've just sent the DM and it's been a very personalized DM that shows I've done the work, I've done the research, I have a reason for reaching out and you'll be amazed that people will respond back really important people who you would think you shouldn't be on Twitter and and they still will write back, which is amazing. Um, and I think taking advantage, I mean, Synapse is them probably, you know, Lauren talked earlier today about the ROI of the experience. 
for me where um, like I I am a I've got a newborn at home. I'm really strict with my time right now. Coming to Synapse is such a high ROI for me because I get to see so many people that I've been meaning to talk to. I just can't figure out when to talk to them. And so being able to have opportunities like that and to be taking advantage of them uh, to continue to build and reinforce the network that we've worked so hard to build in the first place um, is so important as well once you've cultivated those connections. That's great. That advice. was a free plug for you. <laughs> hey, hopefully well earned. So yeah, I literally have nothing to add because those are all the points I wanted to make. I love it. Well, we want to open it up just for a couple minutes. We have a few minutes left to the audience. If there's any questions, uh, any questions out there for either Megan, Lakshmi, or Lauren? A brave soul. Yes. So the question is, community events, community groups that young entrepreneurs can join? Well, the community came together. Megan, Lakshmi, many, many, many community leaders to create just such a resource. And it's called Hi Tampa Bay. Hi Tampa Bay, like, hello, welcome. <laughs> and that's exactly what it's meant to be. It is a place for you to go where you can meet and connect with all sorts of people and resources that are here to support the startup and innovation community, investors, thought leaders, subject matter experts, mentors, talent, and from every industry and background. This has been a, an, an incredible experience since we really kind of launched this in June of 2022. And for right now, it's really easy. It's monthly happy hours in different spots all around Tampa Bay. So sometimes St. Pete, sometimes Tampa proper, Pasco, and really just no program. Usually somebody sponsors the first round of drinks, which is lovely. And it's really just a chance to network and connect with people. And from there to explore and dive into the community. And I think what's really special, it is truly a collaborative effort where all of the organizations involved in tech and innovation in Tampa Bay are supportive and at the table and helping to drive this. And that hadn't existed before this was created. And we're really proud to be a part of it at Synapse. And we've partnered with Embark Collective and Tampa Bay Tech to make sure to bring Bring these and uh, many other organizations, Tampa Bay Wave, Tampa Bay Innovation Center, Masterminds Tampa Bay, um, Florida Funders. I'm leaving out so many and I don't mean to, but I want to impress upon you that this is a great opportunity for you and others listening or curious to connect with the community. If you're free tomorrow uh, <laughs> at 9 a.m. Uh, over at Embark Collective, we're having an open house just to talk about what resources are available for early stage startups. So you are invited uh, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. 802 East Whiting, uh, just up the street. And we'll see you there. Yeah, I was going to plug the Masterminds does a really great job and a lot of different um, kind of events. Um, also, I would follow the Embark newsletter because that's where I see everything. <laughs> oh, and I should mention um, 
So Tampa Bay Innovation Week. So if today wasn't enough for you for having like this immersive experience, we've curated with partners all across the region, more than 30 events um, like the open house at Embark Collective, um, happy hours and all sorts of fun, exciting things. And really innovation is broadly defined. It's not just tech. So just go on. If you if you search Tampa Bay Innovation Week, you go to the Synapse website, any of those things, you'll see a list. And these are not Synapse driven events. These are events that are hosted by um, the, the different organizations all across the region. Thank you. Sure, thank you. All right, we might have time for one more. Any other questions? Um, I, go ahead. Well, I appreciate the question because I like the mindfulness and I wish everybody thought like you. Um, I would just recommend that when you're sitting around a table thinking about who's not at this table, and it may, it may be that you need more women. It may mean that you need more people of color. There's other ways that we are diverse from one another, just thinking about those different lenses. Because ultimately what that is, is a question of what perspectives are we missing? How can we make the conversation we're having stronger? So I would say it's a very like moment to moment uh, uh, sort of basis, but thinking about the power you have at the tables that you sit at and how how can you uh, increase the number of perspectives that are surrounding you at those respective tables? All right. Thank you all so much. also want to thank Next Path Career Partners for sponsoring this panel and um, Synapse today for one of the, being one of the sponsors. Thank you all. And until next time, live bold and boss up.